It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo. Yo. And the cow. Nothing but bull. <laughs> uh, this is getting weird. This is, this, <laughs> what, this is two out of three weeks now. This is... We're almost getting consistent. Almost. <laughs> so what's... Uh, y- Let's go into your topic. Since what? Since, since we have nothing else, yeah. <laughs> oh, she uh, wants to dive right in. Wow, yeah. Someone's got something else to do. No, 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 no foreplay today, guys. I got yeah, nothing to do. But, um, but you know, I was on, I was on one of the Facebook cigar groups, and a, and a guy had um, a cigar, and he said, you know. I keep seeing people that save cigars for special occasions and this and that. And he goes, you know, every day, his message pretty much is every day is special. Every day you get to live is special. You know, just smoke your good cigar. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure where I fall on that spectrum. Um, but what do you guys think of that? So, because I know both, you got Drew, um, both of you guys feel like definitely buy cigars and let them sit and age and stuff like that so but i think that's two different things like setting you know some opus aside to age or any other cigar versus Mm -hmm. like saving it for like a special day too um i think i used to like as a newer smoker and once i had some money and stuff i set stuff aside to i don't know quote unquote keep for a special day but I think mm-hmm. as I've been smoking longer, it's like, dude, if it's good, I just want to smoke it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's, I don't know, just any day. I'm not saving anything for like a birthday or anniversary or something. I'm just, if it's good, let's right. smoke it. Yeah. You gotcha. Yeah. I generally agree with that. I think there are some cases where I disagree, but they're minor. Right. So if you get married or have a kid or something and you buy a box of cigars to celebrate it and you smoke one a year for the anniversary of that thing, you know, on your kid's birthday or whatever, then that that strikes me as a cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I cool. But otherwise, if you're just going through your humidor and you're saying, oh, that one's too nice. I can't smoke that right now. then I think you're doing it wrong. What you're going to end up with is a pile of really nice cigars that you're not going to smoke. Um, <laughs> and they just fucking sit there and accumulate, which is not good for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I did that for a long time, man, and now I'm getting better at it. Yeah, it's, I the fight. I, yeah, I, I I see it both ways. Um, I get it, especially if a cigar is not um, easily replaceable or even is not replaceable at all. Um, yeah, I could understand wanting to save that for some sort of special occasion. So I could appreciate that end of it, but ultimately. Um, the cigars were made to be smoked, so mm-hmm. you know if you got something you enjoy, man, just light it up. Actually, I don't know yeah. if any of you guys saw this too. Skip Martin made a post about um, collecting cigars and stuff like that, and um, and then people who go and try to price gouge on the secondary market, and then oh, actually yeah. Pete Johnson addressed it too. But I, I don't know where it stemmed from. Somebody must have done something or said something that, that, that made those two guys respond to something. I, did, did you guys see anything that happened that 
I didn't get to see it. I think I saw one of their posts, but I didn't know. Okay. No, I didn't hear about that at all. Okay. It doesn't yeah. surprise me, though. Those guys both have cigars that are going to go nuts on the secondary. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen. Um, that's probably been happening for years with Pete stuff. Oh, yeah. Some of his... It's got to um, be annoying. Yeah, some of his monster stuff. Yeah, or like the SNS stuff. Yeah. Got to be annoying. Yeah, he, he actually didn't take that viewpoint, though. He kind of said, you know, listen, man, do it. Do what works for you. And that's it. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. And that is true. What was uh, Skip supposed about? I mean, look, man, it's a free market. If you want to, just because you want to sell it at outrageous price doesn't mean somebody has to buy it. Mm-hmm. True. You know, it's funny, it's like when uh, people go on eBay. Well, you guys ever watch Pawn Stars? When a guy goes, yeah. well, I saw it on eBay going for a, a G. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but what did it actually sell for? <laughs> or, you know what or, I mean? Or sell it all. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I'm asking a 1000 Oh, but it sold for 30 bucks. Wow. You know. What's the yeah. real market value? So, you know, I mean, obviously someone's going to pay if they think that it's, if it's worth it. You know? Yep. Just like anything else. And it is interesting. The different sort of secondary markets you find online, uh, mm-hmm. there are certain groups that will pay a lot of money for certain things and other groups that will pay very little for anything. Um, right. Yeah. So if you know where to sell, it's, it's just fascinating, right? I do think some guys are probably not that smart with their money or they got too much for their own good or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, hey, if that's what they want to spend money on, I guess I don't care. Yeah. I mean, look, something is worth what somebody is willing to pay for it. That's it. Yeah, as long as you're up, up front about what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, like actually, fake opus and shit. Yeah, so yeah. this is something that I hearing more of is fake opus and i guess i didn't realize to what extent opus was faked but god that's a pretty unique taste to try to fake well, it doesn't matter once it's already yeah faked, once right? it's like, sold they don't care i know oh yeah well but yeah but i mean if you're I'm gone seller, with my money if you're if you're a seller and you have a reputation like online i mean how can you take that chance? Because if somebody, like, an, let's say an Opus veteran buys it, I mean, they're going to be able to tell that it's not an Opus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they smoke it. I've heard some interesting stuff. A lot of the stuff that I saw actually a couple of years back was on eBay. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be people that are reputable necessarily, right? It's some, some guy that hit and run and he's gone. Um, but then they put it on stuff that, you know, they say it's some, like, rare thing and they make it look close enough. And, you know, somebody might not even smoke it and find out. Yeah, that's true. I'm just gonna sit there. What do you think gets faked more, Opus or Cuban? Cubans. Cubans. Yeah, I know. that's not even a question. Yeah. No, nah, I know. <laughs> Cuban. Cu- yeah. You know, it's. Funny. But I do have this uh, this glass top Opus box for you if you want it. <laughs> right. Okay. So here's here's a good thing that I used to see in the shop all the time. And so as I go into other shops throughout the country, I've realized the same phenomenon. Right. Guy will come in. What do you like to smoke, man? Oh, you know, I normally smoke Cubans. Do you have anything like that? So, you know, you'll go through a di- couple different things that may give you a uh, Cuban-esque type profile, right? Yeah. And they'll be like, nah, man, I don't know if I want to spend that much. Do you guys have any acids for Tatiana? Oh, God. I swear, I'm dead serious, and this is something that is seen across shop after shop. And it always boggles my mind that you just 
supposedly only smoked Cubans, but now since we don't have Cubans, acids and Tatiana's and other flavored cigars are a viable alternative for you. How does that make sense? You haven't heard about the big uh, flavored Cuban market? <laughs> no, I have you. No, dude, that's not a thing. How <laughs> that? Listen, Cal, let's get something straight. When you say something stupid, I try to say something more stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. To I continue to egg you on. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's uh, infused with, uh, you know, uh, the hair of, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that hair infusion. Yeah. God, I, you know, it just, it gets me sometimes. But anyway. All right. So what else? Do it we is have? weird. No, man, you're right. That's very weird. Yeah. I mean, and I've seen it over and over and over. And it's not like an isolated thing. It's not one area. It's uh, it's funny when you talk to retailers. It's something that you see uh, across the board. I don't know why that is. It's really weird. What? Do you think those guys are actually smoking Cuban cigars and then this is their fallback? Or do you think, like, they're saying they're smoking them and they're not? Or are they smoking fakes? What's What's the deal, you think? My guess would be is they're not normal cigar smokers. They go in a cigar shop to try it, and they want to sound cool and say they usually smoke Cubans because they don't know anything about the other stuff in the humidor. So saying I smoke something that you don't have is an easy way to um, not let somebody know that you don't really know a lot about cigars, right? That makes sense. But, makes but sense. you've heard of acid before, so you know that you, know you can ask for that. <laughs> that's because that's what they normally smoke are acids. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, But, they, you know, I don't know. I kind of buy I remember one time, <laughs> I probably shouldn't even say this, but <laughs> uh, yeah, forget it. Oh, anyway. come on. Oh, and he's the tease no, over here. I remember, one, <laughs> I remember one time this kid comes into the shop and, he, you know, he's walking in like a tough guy, like he's fucking, you know, Don, you know John Gotti in his prime. And uh, he says, uh, hey, you guys, uh, you guys have any acids? And I said, yeah. And I said, man, today's, today's your lucky day. He goes, really? He's like, why is that? And I said, because every purchase of acid, you get a box of crayons with it. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, he looked at me like I had just punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a dick, Mo. Uh, the retail days of Mo. <laughs> 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 uh, this is this is karma. When you go to those shops and they turn you down for patina, oh well, yeah, it's because you did that shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Bring them some crayons for when they say no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, here you go. Mm. I think a lot of those people are, if they have smoked Cubans, they're probably fake. Because if they were smoking real Cubans, like uh, like Dave has talked about and stuff too, I mean, they ain't cheap. No. <laughs> so when they when you tell them. Oh, how about this or this? And they're like, "Oh, that's you know, that's a little steep." Um, if it's under like fifteen or twenty bucks, it's cheaper right. than any Cuban. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, there are some cheap Cubans out there. But there are, but for the most part, I'm with you. Yeah. What are those ones with the V that a lot of people smoke? Those I think are the economy Cubans. Yeah. Economy. Yeah, I'm not recalling the name right now, but yeah, it's the green and white and black band. Ooh, I don't know. Vigueros or something? Vigueros, yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't think I've ever had one. Yeah, I haven't either. As soon as I hear budget Cuban and I've had some Cubans that I haven't liked, it's like, uh, nope. (laughs) Budget Cubans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You know what's funny is, 
so I uh, one of my one of my buddies from the cigar shop came back from uh, China recently and uh, brought back some some Cubans, and he gave me a uh, Partagas Serie D number two. So I smoked uh-huh. that yesterday. And uh, here, here's my thing with Cubans, I guess, is I will get a craving for a Cuban once every one once a month or once every two months, and mm-hmm. I'll smoke one, and I'll be like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. I do about the same. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with them. Fair. They're good, but... No, yeah. I don't know. There's other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like that with, uh, like, Liga 9s and stuff. Like, I went through a phase where, like, we used to smoke them a lot. Yeah. Then I went to, like, once a month, I'd get a craving for one and I'd smoke it. To now, I, I don't smoke them at all. So... I had a uh, 52 on my birthday the other day. Yeah, how was? Big Jim, Big Jim bought it for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, dude, it was pretty freaking good. Yeah. I was, uh, I don't know. I wasn't let down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, no, that's it's the best in the legal line. It I was think. It was good. My buddy uh, George smoked a nine, and uh, he said it was really good at the start. Faded in the middle, but he powered through it, and it picked back up again. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, 52 was great. I hadn't mm-hmm. had one in a long time. Yeah. I wouldn't spend $18 on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jim did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I smoked it. <laughs> Short bus special. Oh. How you guys been since three weeks ago? <laughs> Has it been that long? I think so. Two weeks at least. Mm. Life is good, man. Yeah, no guys... complaints about anything. What's that? You guys smoking? Uh, yes, sir. I'm, uh, yeah, Cow is. I'm not. Cow, what are you smoking? I got the Edition 1 Cloud Hopper. Ah, how's that? First run with it pretty good so far it's not it's not gigantically complex but i like the flavors so is that made of cotton i'll smoke them every now and then bronze i'm not sure where it's made Hmm. interesting are you smoking mo absolutely (laughs) (laughs) what you got (laughs) tina habano excellent uh robusto um, how many of those do you smoke? How many of your own cigars do you go through? A couple a day. Damn, man. No. You, you can't beat free smoke cigars. Smoke up all the inventory. Huh? <laughs> no, I, I set aside some just for myself, like to take on the road and samples and stuff. So. Nothing like a good road smoke. <laughs> well, yeah. It'd be really weird to show up in a shop when you're smoking somebody else's cigar and trying to sell yours. <laughs> uh, you know, that usually doesn't work very well. Oh, yeah, what are you smoking? Well, I got this, you know, this Davidoff. And, but here, buy this. <laughs> uh, so, Cal, here's the topic. You and I, well, you've expressed a lot of um, does uh, 
Man, what the hell was it that you were talking about? I don't know what I talk about. <laughs> no, just, uh, what was it? I forget. Oh, food and what you eat and diet, how does it affect the cigars that you smoke? Yeah, man. And I think it does, 100%. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I know it can. Um, I mean, you know those people that'll stop eating processed foods or something, and then like a year later they'll try something and be like, this is salty as hell. What the hell's going on here? Mm -hmm. Um, So I know it happens. I just wonder more day-to-day or like general lifestyle choices. Like if you eat a lot of red meat, will you like certain kinds of cigars more? If you eat more like a plant-based diet, will you like certain cigars more? I just wonder. Like acids? (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, here's Chew what on I your own balls when you like acid. Here, <laughs> that's a great point, because here's what I wonder, too. Like, let's say you, you typically eat heavier foods, right? Mm-hmm. That are rich in flavor and things like that. Do you need to smoke a cigar that has is more full body or full flavor or whatever to be able to enjoy it? Because if your palate is only stimulated by overly rich foods or whatever, mm-hmm. those are the only type of cigars you can smoke. It's an interesting question. If we paint in gigantic stereotypes, I mean, the yeah. European market is pretty different from the American market. And oh, that's, no, that's a difference. Yeah, they, they typically like lighter cigars. And they don't typically eat the way that I eat. Right. Right. But can't that be more of a conditioning thing, too? Because they typically only had access to Cubans. Um, I find a lot of Cubans to be medium-bodied cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, so could that be a fact? Which Are you sure? Then we come full circle. <laughs> so then we're saying, if you condition your palate a certain way, your cigars are going, your cigar preference is going to, to follow that. Right? So if you are conditioning your palate, like, like for me, I used to like a lot more full body cigars than I do now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I more appreciate balance and complexity and things like that. Whereas three years ago, you know, I wanted something, you know, full and strong and, you know, whatever, right? But mm-hmm. I wouldn't, and I would say that my diet, what I used to eat a lot of three years ago, is different than what I eat a lot of today. Three years ago, I was eating out a lot more. I was eating McDonald's, <laughs> Wendy, stuff like that. Oh, okay. That, that, you know? that kind. Right. Yeah, cow. Jeez. This is a, this is a family-friendly show. Um, <laughs> That's what? <laughs> yeah, good point. But, and now, I don't eat that stuff. Or if I do, it's very rare. And, and my palate did change. So, yeah, I don't know. I think there's something to it, man. And it's interesting, too, because I think a lot of people go through that with their cigars anyway, even if their diet mm-hmm. doesn't change, right? It goes from that full smack-me-in-the-face flavor to the, the more medium or mild stuff. That's mm-hmm. it's kind of a common progression. Drew, what do you think, man? <sighs> Man, I don't You've been know. Been too quiet. 
I was over here pondering what Mo was saying. Because <laughs> I've kind of done the same, but I still love to go back to a, a strong cigar every now and then. I don't know, Drew. That's pretty much all you smoke, though, dude. Strong mm. Uh, not really. Okay, most of what you enjoy is really strong. Th- yeah. For the, yeah, for the most part. But there's a lot of stuff, I don't know. I don't smoke acids. <laughs> <laughs> Those are medium body. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I've never had one. Um, we'll see. I'll, I'll, this episode brought to you by Acid Cigars. <laughs> I'll uh I'll try anything that that comes into the to uh, classic anything Jeff gets in new, so mm-hmm. as that stuff comes through, I just haven't had anything that's been, I don't know. And and we we talk. You guys have way different uh, cigars up there than down here, and a lot of the stuff you guys really love, I don't even have access to. So like I don't what? Even, um, anything name whatever you guys are both well whatever you're both smoking right now you can't get here. Come on, between Fogue and Classic, nope. You could pretty much I bought get. this online, though, to be fair. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> I don't think Edition 1 is in many shops yet. There's just a lot of stuff down here, Mo. You can even think back to when you were here versus up there. Yeah. It's a I different it. market. So a lot of the stuff you guys talk about that it's like, hey, this is really awesome. It's like, yeah, that's cool. I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ass. Well, okay, so, so the cigar shops that you go to, though, have taken a different direction. Like Jeff, for example, is very, very boutique-focused. So he you're going to get a lot of boutique stuff by you that I can't even like, unless I go somewhere different than Casa, like I won't get up here either. You mm-hmm. know, like that event I just did at blue Havana in Chicago on Friday. Yeah. That guy has probably one of the best boutique selections in the city. Interesting. He has a lot of stuff like, you know, a lot of the black label, black work stuff. He has, um, a lot of the Caldwell stuff. He has, uh, you know, the foundation stuff. Um, I think he has foundation. I'm pretty sure he did. See, even like, <laughs> even like, like Caldwell. There was one shop up until just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Box got Caldwell finally, mm-hmm. but they have like one line. Mm-hmm. So even Caldwell, they're they're a bigger boutique, I would think, or I would yeah. say. And we had one <laughs> shop in town that had them. Yeah. Clear across town, like which I never got to. Warped but. or Illusion or any of those guys? Um, there's a couple shops that carry very, very few Illusion. Um, no but Warped. But they really would have profile anyway, though. No Warped. Um, I, th- I believe Classic's getting some Warped in. So a lot of that typical stuff you guys smoke and say is good and I should try, um, I don't have access to. <laughs> Interesting. And I don't have money for Davidoff, so any of most suggestions are out. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, I figured that was coming. <laughs> that is an interesting point, though. One of the things that I really like to do when I travel around is stop at a random cigar shop on the way and just see what they have. Yes. It's always different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I did that. Even last time I was in Kansas City, I checked. That was a couple months ago now, but completely different selection. That's a that's a tough town. Kansas City. Yeah, because you know, like I know even for us, we don't have any representation there. Like like the way like the brokers cross and territories and stuff like that. 
that that whole like Missouri is just a weird state because the guys that handle the South don't handle it, and then the guys that handle the Midwest don't really handle it, or some of them maybe do, but I don't know. It's been weird for I. I think that's one of those states that I'm gonna have to go by myself. Try to do. Well, and even kind kind of to touch on that topic, so the girlfriend was asking me like birthday stuff, and I I mentioned some like cigar gift certificate, gift card, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's been traveling a lot. She's like, well, can I just stop in a cigar shop? Like she was in Nebraska, and she's been up, I don't know, all over. Anyways, she's like, I'll just stop in a cigar shop. Is there stuff, you know, suggest something? And it's like, mm, that's really hard to do because <laughs> I don't know right. what they've got. And I mean, you'd almost have to go in there with you know, FaceTime me when you get there and I'll go, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You can't find that shit here. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and here's the thing too. And, um, <clears throat> and I think I've touched a little bit on this in some, maybe of our previous podcasts, but really the regionality of certain, certain stuff, mm-hmm. you know, what moves in different areas, um, is really fascinating, you know? Um, and it goes back, again, we come full circle to Cal's palate thing. And, and uh, you know, obviously different regions of the country do have different dietary, uh, I guess, approaches, right? Um, mm-hmm. Things like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to, to see what sells well where and, and things like that. So kind of pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. But with online now, it's tough because no matter where you are, you can pretty much order whatever it is that you're trying to get, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, and now this is kind of could introduce Cal's next topic, but I think cigar guys, regardless of geography, are still going to seek out what other cigar guys are smoking. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Regardless of whether they, they're going to think they like it or not, like if if you know uh, X brand releases a new cigar, and I'm on Cigar Noise, I'm on you know this Facebook group, that Facebook group, and this guy's smoking it and that guy's smoking it, I'm going to find a way to order it if it's not mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. just to try. I mean, I've seen it happen with Patina. So I mean, even from my own experience. There are guys smoking Katina in areas where I don't have any presence in. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and because they saw guys like Kyle, guys like Drew, guys like Dave smoking it, and they ordered it. Or maybe some cooler guys. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> some <cougar> guys? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> you say cougar? Cooler. No, cooler. Oh. I was like, wow, that's a new term, Kyle. Cougar guy. <laughs> some cougar guys. <laughs> We go after those young cigar smokers. Well, and I don't. Yeah. I don't uh, to to touch on that too. Like, okay, patina. Um, I'm ordering it online and buying it. But some of the other stuff you guys suggest, it's almost like, man, I just want to go in a cigar buy uh, the shop, local shop, pick one up and smoke it. Versus like ordering a bunch of different things from somebody online too. I'd re- I don't know. I still there's some stuff I'll just buy online, but other stuff I still want to just go into the shop for it. Mm-hmm. Man, and, and I am not a big... I can't remember the last time I ordered cigars online. Drew, I think it was you and I, probably when you and I got those cigars from that island. And, um, you know, I just... To me, I'd rather support, like, the B&M, just because, like, even on a personal level, they're so crucial to me. 
Yeah. I would, I'll pay an extra couple bucks, you know. Well, I, kinda, I don't know. Yep. It's a part of the experience, too. I'm yeah, sure absolutely. it's nice. It comes in the mail and it's right there and cool. But you know, yeah. like going to the, if I'm going to the shop, I like to hang out and pick something out, and I like to browse the humidor even if I don't get anything. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd I'd go B and M every time I can. It's just the stuff that I'll order online that I can't find at the B and M's around here. So that's yeah. where that's where I like the supplemental, right? But otherwise, you got to go B and M. Otherwise, the whole thing falls apart. No, okay, and and with that said, Cal, you bring up another point, and, and Drew, for you as well to a lesser extent because you do have some pretty darn solid B and M's by you, but that's another thing too. Like Cal, you're not in a huge metropolitan area where you have like forty different cigar shops you can go to, right? No, mm-hmm. uh, we got so three here. Two are terrible. One's not good, and then I drive an hour to a really good one. <laughs> Right. So, you know, with that said, obviously online is going to be a way that allows you to order stuff you don't have access to, which, you know, might be normal for Drew or I, but for you it would be a big deal if your shop had it, for example, right? Yeah, and some of the stuff I like is so boutique anyway that no Mm -hmm. shop is going to pick it up that quick. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all all of it together. Like, I think a good example is Shogui. They do really good cigars. They don't make enough cigars that they could be in that many shops. Just just really, they don't. Um, so I got to order them online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's came out with that new one, right? Yep. The Heartbreaker or something? The Heartbreaker. Yeah, it's supposed I to be suppose- stronger than the others. I've never tried them. Hey, Mo, on your side, since we're talking about that, mm-hmm. um, on the manufacturer's side... Do you guys look at the online presence of stores that you're going into? Uh, I will say that you get asked by B&M's where you sell them online because they want to be able to go and look to see if they're discounted or not. Okay. For example, yes. For example, um, there was an online shop that we sold that, you know, bought Patina at the show, put it on and discounted it uh, beyond what I allow. So I got in contact with them, and I said, you can't do that, um, or else I, I want the cigars back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they changed it. So it's very important to protect the B&Ms, if, especially if you're going to allow them to be sold online. Um but, yeah, definitely, man. Um, you know, you take that into consideration. You don't want them out there cheapening your brand, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. killing it, like, online, and then your B&Ms get stuck with stuff because guys are ordering it online. Um, but I actually, you know, to me, it really doesn't, you know, as long as they price protect and, and don't butcher it. I mean, if they want to put them online, that's fine. That just allows, because, dude, I can't cover the whole country, right, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody has it online, then that allows people from all over to order it, you know? Yeah. So, I it's think cool. there'd be more volume, too. Right. I mean, it's awesome to be online, you know, for certain shops. Like, obviously, like CDM or Atlantic, you know, those are nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you just got to make sure that they're not out giving your stuff away for free. Yeah. So... Interesting stuff. 
what else we got? We had other topics. Yeah, we were going to talk about <laughs> how we we're going to talk about cigar people in general, oh, yeah. right? Like meeting up with cigar people and smoking with cigar people. Yeah. Um, and where this came from is I it, pretty regularly will post online somewhere, hey, you know, we're going to meet up here or there or wherever and have some cigars. And or I'll, I'll drive to some other state where somebody else has said that, and that, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, I've never had a bad time. I've never run into a case where I was like, "Get this guy away from me." This guy's a fucking axe murderer. Um, I've <laughs> always had good interactions with people, and I thought that was kind of weird. Better than your Tinder hookups. I, I <laughs> grinder, grinder, grinder. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Get some some grinded beef right there. Is, is that uh, what you're comparing it to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many? Uh, so I thought that was interesting, right? Like even in cigar shops, they're almost all people that you'd sit down and talk to and have a good time. Since you brought that up, how often do you do you do this? Do you herf or meet up? You know, I hate the term herf. Um, <laughs> I do too. It's a weird word, uh, but it's what we got. I know. Uh, I'll I'll try to herf um, probably every other month with just a variety of people. So pretty I'll meet often. Up with people I already know more frequently than that. Um, and probably once a year or so, I'll take a bigger trip to meet up with other people from some other state or farther away. Mm-hmm. It's just surprising that they're all good people, right? Like you take the average population and most of them are not people I'd want to sit down and talk to for two hours. But you take the cigar population and it's almost a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I always tell people, there's nothing in the world that brings people together like cigars. doesn't matter how much money you make, what you do for a living, what mm-hmm. color you are, what sex you are, what you know, religion you are. It doesn't matter. For those two hours, everybody is one. It's crazy. It's, it's amazing. Why people, does it do that, you think? Because it doesn't do that for like beer things or whiskey things. None of it's the same. What's the, what's the difference? I don't know, man. It's just know. something about something about it you know you go into a shop and you're all just sitting together and enjoying a cigar and i don't know i'm gonna start a campaign for cleanup for peace yeah. there you go smoke a cigar with somebody you don't like <laughs> you know you guys will probably be friends afterwards that should that should be our new uh guest question instead of if you could smoke a cigar with anybody <laughs> if you could smoke a cigar with anybody you don't like who would it be yeah, and do you think you guys would be cool afterwards? <laughs> yeah, it's that's a pretty interesting one. What percent of people do you guys run into where you're like, that guy's not cool, I don't want to hang out with him when you're smoking cigars? Like, Is this a frequent thing? or, or well, I don't run into it. Jeff is at the shop I go to, so mine's like 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff. <laughs> Does he uh, listen to this? Uh, We'll find out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably pretty minimal for me from I mean you guys hang out at well, Mo, you hang out way more shops than both of us, but Yeah. It's pretty minimal. I'll hang out and talk to some new people pretty much every time I go in, but I've never I mean, there's been very few times that I'm like, Whoa, get me away from <laughs> this person. <laughs> It does happen though. It does, more so in but f- mo- more so in shops that have bars with them, I would say. Yes. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I I would say in my travel. So he- here's the interesting thing. 
Um, no matter what cigar shop you go to, you're going to meet what I call like the doppelganger of somebody that you know from your cigar shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like yep. cigar shop I go to, I'm going to meet the John of Casa de Monte or Casa de Puro, right? I'm going to meet the Billy of Casa de Monte or Casa de Puro at a shop in fucking New York, right? There's like that doppelganger effect where the same type of guys are in the shop. They're just different people, <laughs> if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you see that a lot. Um, you know, I think no matter what, there are always going to be, there's going to be guys that throw a vibe off, but th- that percentage is so small. And they, and they usually yeah. get to get it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they buy their stuff and leave. Yeah, I think the majority of guys who do hang out in cigar shops are usually really, really cool dudes. One, well, I think they just they go there to hang out and converse, and mm-hmm. I mean that's why you go there. So if you're not into mm-hmm. that, you don't you buy your stuff and leave. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you're going to run into them a few times that they decide to stay, but after talking to people, they decide to not do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got, Cal? Those are those all the topics that That's I. That's it. That's the end of the topic train. Yeah, <laughs> Cal's topic train. Uh, so I smoked. Um, well, we want to talk about what we smoked recently, things like that. I smoked the um, the Room One Hundred One Caldwell collaboration. Yeah, the the hit and run, right? Yeah, smoked that. Uh, was it yesterday, Cal? That I sent you that. Yeah, it was yesterday I sent you guys that picture. Um, that was a good cigar. Wasn't bad. I um I really thought that it tasted similar to an Avo Folgata. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, That's a good cigar too. Yeah, which is a good cigar. So uh, construction was on point, solid flavor. Um, not sure if it's in my profile wheelhouse, but it's it's a it's a good cigar. I'm not sure what they retail for though. I have no idea. I got it at the show. So um, that was pretty good. Um, Actually, us in Mombacho, we're going to be releasing that Cosecha 2012 at the end of this month, early next month. That that cigar is really good. Uh, Coop, where said, are those going on sale? Where? Yeah. Um, I know Monte Cristo will have some near you. Okay. Uh, I have Monte Cristo has it. I'm good. Yeah, and then um, some other shops in the U.S. like Philly, um, Michigan, some shops in Michigan. Um, nice. But uh, there was only 500 boxes of those made. The Cigar Coop said it was the best cigar he smoked at the show. So that was uh, that's a very good cigar that's coming. Um, nice. Trying to think what else I've smoked recently that was new or I hadn't tried before. Last hmm. night I smoked the the CAO Fuma M Corda, the next Amazon Basin. How was that? Overall, it was like take the stuff that's good about the Amazon Basin and make it stronger, and you pretty much have that cigar. It's like all the dark flavors you could think of, you know, like you got a little caramel in there, you got some earth and a lot of leather and some walnut. And I don't know, it's a pretty good cigar. Uh, this one was constructed very badly, so mm-hmm. I got to see if that's an actual problem. Any uh, any Nutella in that one? <laughs> no, despite the, the crate of that that I stole along with my Fuente shipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they had a whole a whole case of Nutella disappear, and my immediate yeah. thought was somebody's pairing it with their their uh, Fuente <laughs> shipping crate that they stole. <laughs> Living large. Jeez, which uh, what what cigar was that that you were talking about? That you just the Cao Fuma M Corda. Okay, it sounded. I can see Drew liking that. Cigar. You made it sound good. I kind of want to try it. It's got good flavors. I just hope the construction overall is better than the one that I had. The draw was all messed up. The burn was terrible. Did you post it on your Instagram? No. It was dark out. Cow. So, Cow, here's what I don't get about you. You post cigars you don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. And then you <laughs> post cigars that you actually do smoke. <laughs> it's a weird world, right? <laughs> I'm really bad at taking pictures of cigars I'm smoking. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, and the other part is people like pictures way more of cigars I'm not smoking for some yeah, reason. So they, whatever. Um, and I'm a no. whore, so I got to get those likes. Yeah. Yeah, you did take good pictures. Man. Thanks, dude. Um, I don't know. Drewfus, you smoke anything lately? Um, that's what I was just looking over was... Uh... I had that Padron the other day. Hey, hold on a second. He's, hold on. What? He got to let the dog out to shit. He's just going to shit in the yard himself. Maybe he has to shit himself. <laughs> yeah, just boom. I'm not sure what uh, what size and all that was, but... Uh, because my buddy bought it for me, but uh, man, it was a decent size Padron. Nineteen sixty-four. Yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah, but it was a like good, a good line. Maybe like a Churchill size. Damn. It was pretty freaking big. You got a lot of Padron out of it. It was good, man. Oh yeah. Knocked it all the way back. Nubbed. Good. Good. Consistent. How long did that take you? Um. God, we were probably sitting outside, hour and a half. Hour and 45, maybe? Hour and a half for your Churchill? That's, oh, man. that's pretty long. Yeah, you're going. <laughs> I was I was milking it. like two two hours. Oh, really? It yeah, was, it was an hour and a half. It was a good hour and a half. Nice. Um, Lost City, what, a little bit ago, T-52. I haven't had a whole lot of time. My buddy started smoking... Uh, uh, pipe. Okay. Um. So we've been talking a lot about. You got into that at all? Pipe smoking. Um. So I used to a little bit. Sorry. You're good. We're just talking about other stuff. Oh, okay. Um. I used to. T- I used to smoke a pipe a little bit, but not. Man, it takes too much work. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see it. When you can just fire up a cigar and smoke it, and not have to jack with it, so much easier. Okay. So I never. I mean, I have a really nice pipe and all because I tried it out, but I just, I don't, it takes too much work. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to work and relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know what somebody was talking about the other day? There's this guy talking about jewelry and that King Baby came up, that brand that you uh, yeah. had a hard on for back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We laughed, yeah. <laughs> we laughed. <laughs> huh? At my expense. Well, I just remember that you, wear that stuff i do i do mo have you ever uh smoked pipe not pole pipe no, no. 
No. Cal, have you? That's, that's probably a lot of work, too. No, I'm not a pipe smoker. <laughs> no. Have you tried it ever? You know who are no. you know? No. You know what I, who I see smoking a lot of pipes now is like that hipster generation. Yes. It's, it's become popular amongst them. <sighs> it's silly. <laughs> I mean, it was like either when I was at the shop, it was either old men or like, uh, like younger hipster dudes. Mm. How it all how it all got related to me? The best thing I ever heard was uh, pipe smoking versus cigar smoking. Is pipe smoking's like a girlfriend, cigar smoking's like a like a or or yeah, cigar smoking's like a wife. So you gotta like really take care of the girlfriend and do all these extra little things. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work. (laughs) Wait, are you sure you don't have that backwards? Well. Once once you've got her, you're good. You don't have to keep. <laughs> That's one that explains fifty percent divorce rate in the country. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work so good, dude. Hey, I'm just saying how it was related. It made Fair sense. Enough. Fair enough. Mo, the part you missed is that Drew was talking about what he's been smoking and. He had a Padron 1964. He yeah, had that's... a P52, and he had a Lost City. And he's over here giving you shit about Davidoff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> this man's smoking good. The, the 52 yeah. was bought for me. The Padron was bought for me. And the Opus, sure. me and you split boxes of years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. I can I'll, hang out with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it all gets reciprocated. I gave my buddy George, I don't know, I went through a bunch of cigars the other night and uh, filled up his humidor with a bunch of stuff. He really likes those uh, Julius Caesars. Yeah. And uh, I've had a few. They're they're good, really good cigars. But I've, I have a bunch from, uh, they used to come in the Opus, um, commemorative, uh, what is that, mm-hmm. Charity? Yeah. Coast Across America. Yeah. And so I had the I bought them for the Opus and then had the Julius Caesar. So I gave him a bunch of those uh, the other night. Here's a, here's a question for you guys. Speaking of clearing out humidors. Are there cigars today that you really used to like that you go into your humidor and you look at them and you're like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> yeah, I give them to Dave and George. <laughs> no. Um, I've got some stuff in there, but it's like, man, I just need to smoke it or have somebody over and, you know, smoke these last two or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And I've been going through kind of cigars lately and been like, because I have so much shit, I just need to smoke it. And so a lot of the stuff like that, George smokes quite a bit, and it's like, man, he's going to he's gonna benefit from it versus it just sitting here. So it's like, pff, take it, smoke it, enjoy it. I mean, it's not like those are, I mean, you those co- those. Those sets were fifty bucks. You're talking about a twenty five dollar yep. cigar. It's not yep. like it's cheap shit, right? Yeah, I have one, uh, and it was it was my first bomb ever. And it was from Jared, and I know Jared listens to our podcast. So Jared, I still have those, and thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he bombed me with a um, Toast Across America. Uh, I think it's an Anejo Shark, and then. Uh, then diamond, the diamond crown. Uh, yeah, the shark. Well, it's not a Caesar, I guess. It's a diamond crown. Is it diamond crown in the shark? It's yeah. the same size. In that, that year it was. I think it's Julius no. Caesar in the shark. No, it did, whatever year this was, it's a black something diamond crown. Oh, 
Okay. 20, I think it's 2012 or 13. I don't remember. I got to look at the box. I know they yeah. did a Julius Caesar in the shark size one year, too. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, so Mo, are you waiting for a special occasion to smoke those? <laughs> no, you know, no, I'm not. Uh, you know what would be cool, man, is one day if I get to meet Jared, uh, to be able to smoke it with him. Because mm-hmm. we had talked about one point about meeting up like in Vegas or something like that, because that's relatively close to him. And a couple of us from like back in the early, uh, or for us, back in the early Cigar Dojo days, because that's where we all met before Cigar Noise. And um, it just never happened. And I was planning on smoking it then. There's always time, man. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, when you talked about, you know, it's funny. I've been, I've been going on uh, Cigar Dojo a little bit just to see if anyone's smoking Patina or Mombacho, just to, you know, whatever. Um, and it's crazy, like, the guys that were active when Drew and I were, were on it a lot, you don't see them anymore for the most yeah. part. Sure. Um, you know, I feel like the guy, you know, noise doesn't have as many guys, but they're all like really loyal and active, mm-hmm. you know, versus, yeah. uh, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. normal for a lot of communities, right? All the online communities have a lot of turnover, mm-hmm. but noise doesn't seem to, which is mm-hmm. good. This cut light sponsored by Cigar Noise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wish Dave was on uh, so he could tell us what's going on with him. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a gun. You guys got anything else? Yeah, I think that's it for me. Yeah, it's most of my world. Well, I guess we can call it a night. All right, gentlemen. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank always, you. Always a pleasure. See you yep, in a few weeks. Months, maybe. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All All right. right guys. See you. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the Salt and Smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.